my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you're having a blessed day today, as always, and we're staying busy down here at Health Masters, continually getting out the highest quality supplements. And as you guys have probably already seen, the product of the week, N-acetylcysteine, on sale right now for 15% off. So be sure to check it out on the website at healthmasters.com. And I had to get into an article first this morning because I actually really laughed when I read it. Because finally somebody, somebody has actually asked the million-dollar question to all these so-called self-declared elitists that are telling everyone how they need to be eating grub worms and bugs and not go on vacation and drive electric cars all because of the climate emergency while they fly around in their private jets all over the entire world on a regular basis. And I have said repeatedly, I find it so hypocritical. You have people that are running around telling you, you don't need to do anything. You need to basically sit at home and eat worms while they fly around on their jets. And we have the million-dollar question now that has been asked to Bill Gates in an interview on the BBC, which is kind of cringy as far as even the interview. But the journalist asked him, essentially, why is it fine for you to fly around the world in private jets while you're telling everyone else that they simply need to reduce everything in their carbon emission because we're in a global emergency? And he responds back with this. (laughs) I'm comfortable with the idea that not only am I not part of the problem, I'm helping pay for my offsets. And also through the billions of my breakthrough energy group I'm spending, I'm actually part of the solution. This is the arrogance that this man has. So he's saying that because he spends money offsetting his climate change (laughs) problems with his jets, he somehow is exempt from everything because he spends more money than everybody else. And remember, Bill Gates owns four private jets. I actually pulled this information up earlier from private jet charter. He owns two Gulfstream 650s, which are about 70 millipop, and two Bombardier Challenger 350s, along with a Eurocopter EC-135 helicopter and a Cessna 208 seaplane. Um, so, and quite frankly, I don't care about his equipment or what gear he uses or anything or as far as planes. What I'm getting at is the hypocrisy on how everybody else has to have these rules to offset their climate change, but it's rules for thee and not for me. Zero Hedge put out an article discussing it, and the study carried out by Linnaeus University economics professor Stefan Gosling found that Bill Gates flew more than 213,000 miles on 59 different private jets in 2017 alone. They estimated 1,760 tons of carbon dioxide emissions, over 100 times more than the emissions per capita in the United States, according to the the data they put together. So this is the irony, again, that we see. But I was actually waiting for somebody to ask this question, and they did. And, of course, Bill Gates came off with his extremely arrogant statement, essentially, I'm part of the solution, not the problem, so it doesn't matter what I do. thought that was a funny article this morning. Also, too, in other news, and this is, again, on the heels of repeated, repeated facilities that have been randomly catching on fire. Another facility in the Canadian province of New Brunswick, this is very strange, went up in flames. This is a seafood processing plant that helps produce fertilizers and animal feed. Randomly caught on fire at 2 p.m. They said the cause of the fire is still unknown. 
and essentially the place was a total loss. This is interesting because in this region, there were two other fires that took place in 2021 and another fire in 2019 that have been very um, suspect, to say the least. And what's ironic about this is it's becoming a normal trend that a lot of people aren't even covering it or even saying much about it anymore because this is happening so regular. And clearly we know that there's obviously a bigger play behind the scenes. And this is why I've continually encouraged people, make sure you have some backup preps. I say that a lot, but I mean it sincerely, whether it's some backup food storage like the organic buckets or backup stored food with beans and rice, even that's if you just want to go with something like that. Have something because all it takes is a few, you know, a few substations and all of a sudden the power goes out. You saw that in Texas the other day and all of a sudden they start throwing food on the dumpsters. Well, the power's not not back on within three or four days and you don't have resupply from semi trucks coming in. Uh, suddenly there's no more food on the shelf. And they say that the, the just in time inventory with supermarkets is about a three days. That's it. So just something to think about. Also, too, Edinburgh in Scotland, beautiful area over there. I went over there years ago. It's part of the United Kingdom. Edinburgh now has become the first European capital to commit to taking meat off the menu in schools. This is really strange. They've stated that they want to reduce the city's carbon footprint, and they will now axe meat from all menus in schools, hospitals and nursing homes and they voted to adopt a plant-based treaty to promote vegan food over animal products this is extremely disturbing considering the fact this isn't now a government body coming in and encouraging you or trying to persuade you even through propaganda to eat certain things or not eat certain things you're now having a government agency say in the city council that meat is not allowed on the menu in schools, hospitals, and nursing homes. And think about this for a second. Why would they pick those specific ones? Well, schools, they want to make sure that the children are going to be dumbed down with their soy burgers and basically increase their estrogen levels. Hospitals, they want to make sure people are not going to recover as quickly as possible and they just feed them complete slop. In nursing homes, they want to make sure the lean muscle mass of the elderly is reduced as much as possible. So in my opinion, they want them to die off quicker. That's just my opinion. But they didn't pick those three by random happenstance. And the crazy part about this is here's the irony about this. They continually say, and this is what the council report said, overall the science is clear. Meat and dairy consumption must be reduced to achieve climate targets. Now, the crazy part about this is meat and milk is in abundance in Scotland and over in that area. So they're saying now they're going to reduce the natural food supply they have there and be replaced with food products flown in from all over the world, padded with soybean oil, padded with canola oil. The sensible solution to anybody that's actually awake would be eat locally produced food, reduce transportation of the food products, have, you know, essentially straight from farm to tabletop. <laughs> that's what you would do if you're trying to reduce the climate pollution that they're essentially saying. No. They're doing this intentionally because they want to reduce the health of the general population, and there is absolutely no aspect of this that makes any sense in an area where meat and milk is so widely available and saying, now we're going to bring in vegan, plant-based soy food with, you know, padded with canola oil, ultra-processed. It's good nutrition. This is an atrocity in Scotland. I'm really sad to see this happening. However, 
this is not going to be the last. I can tell you right now, this is the overall goal, and this is why it is so important to continue to be vocal and support local farmers the best you possibly can because this is going to start catching trends all over the world as the globalists continue to push their agenda of no meat and all soy for you, and essentially they need to fly around in their Gulfstream 650s everywhere and eat their filet mignons and wagyu while they fly around while everybody eats grub worms. That's essentially what they want. we got to call them out for what it is, and we also have to stand up and say this is not acceptable. We are not going to go along with this absolute nonsense. What do you think, Dad? Well, you you nailed it, and I, I was going to interject in there, but you you nailed you got it perfectly right when you said that they're going to cut the meat out of schools because they want to bring them soy burgers and crickets, and, and they want to change the estrogen levels in these young boys, and they want to stop the proper onset of pubescence, and they want to feminize them. That's what this boils down to. I mean, it, it really does. And when you stop and you look at it, you got to ask yourself a question: Why are they doing this? Like we always say, it's all about manipulation and changing the genome. And changing the human genome and making people realize that, you know, there's all kinds of stuff out there that will actually change a kid. Now, I wrote an article a few years ago, and you guys can read it. It's online. It's called The Soy Turn Little Boys into Little Girls. And, and it's a great article. And you guys, I read it, wrote it years and years and years ago. But that's what it does. The, 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 the left brain is the left. The left brain is for the male. Males who are real alpha men have left brain dominated hemispheres. Women, much more creative in most cases, have a right brain dominated hemisphere. They think differently. And guys' left brain wants to make them go out and go hunting. And girls' right brain wants to make them go out and go shopping and hopefully be a Proverbs 31 girl. If you guys know what that means or you don't know, look up Proverbs 31. And so all of these things blend together. So when you marry somebody, you have a wife that basically is a right brain, the guy's a left brain, and it comes together and it forms a real brain. <laughs> I know that sounds silly, but that's when the Bible says that we become one flesh, everything goes together. It's like all the nerve endings wrap around each other. You become one, and if, you've been, if you're in a marriage that you really love, you'll know that I'm telling you the truth. If you're in a marriage that you really don't want to be in and it's not really working out for you, you'll know and have no idea what I'm talking about because – you, you literally finish each other's sentences. You, you think the way each other thinks because you complete each other's thoughts because one's a left brain and one's a right brain. They don't want that. They want to have the ability to control and dominate everybody all of the time by simply doing this, by changing the brain chemistry. So now you have a female brain that basically is in a male and a male brain and a female brain. If you give a little boy soy protein, to drink when he's first born. Let's say the wife was never exposed to exogenous estrogens in utero. The baby wasn't. So the baby's got this perfectly formed you know, reproductive system. He's got a perfectly formed left brain dominated hemisphere. He's a little boy. You give him soy milk for a couple of months, just pure soy milk. You permanently change the brain chemist from that of a left brain dominated hemisphere to a right brain dominated hemisphere, and it becomes a female brain, and it cannot be changed back. Now, that's some pretty strong statements to make, but that's what happens. And we see this over and over and over again when you go to the local colleges, local universities, local high schools, local elementary schools, local junior high schools or middle schools, whatever you want to call them now. you got all these exceedingly feminine little boys, and it was done on purpose because they don't want the alpha males that charged the beach over Normandy back in 1941 you know, or 44, I guess, when they hit Normandy. They don't want those people in the society, especially if they're men and they've been trained with guns and they're military guys. That's why so many of these guys who come out of the war – who are suffering with PTSD, and it's very real, by the way, 
many of them are put on psychiatric medications to just completely turn them into a zombie because they don't want them thinking about the skill sets they have and what they can do with those skill sets, and they keep them medicated. And I know that's a harsh statement to make, but it's true. And, and, a, and a lot of guys know that. When, you, when you're trained to clear buildings, you're trained to go into towns, you're trained as a sniper. Don't you remember what happened with Chris Kyle? He suddenly wants to start, he wants to start a sniper school and start teaching people. All of a sudden, he gets shot by one of his own students. That whole story was just a mess. And you're, I know a lot of people have different opinions about that, but that was just a mess no matter how you look at it. But the reality is when you give these young children to these elementary schools, you take the meat off the table and you start giving them soy, you're going to change their brain chemistry, especially if you give them a lot of soy. And that's why I tell you guys, don't drink soy milk. Years ago, you know, 20 years ago, we used to carry soy products in the office 25 years ago. I started doing all this research on soy, and I started realizing how bad it was. And I'd known it was marginal to start with, and I immediately had all the soy pulled off the shelf and shifted back to the suppliers and took a big hit on as far as restocking fee. I got rid of it. And I remember my secretary at that time told me, he goes, well, you don't understand. We sell a lot of this. And I said, I don't, you don't understand. I don't care. I said, I just learned a bunch of stuff about this product, and I'm not going to sell it. I'm done with it. I don't want it on the market. I don't want it here. I don't be associated with it. We pulled it, all of it. And we still have a lot of people calling up. You have soy protein, soy protein, soy protein, soy protein. We all say no, 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 and no, and no. You don't need it and don't buy it, period. But Stephen Peel still are buying soy because they've been lied to. told you the story before, and I'll tell it to you again. It causes gynomasty in men. Uh, it gives you um, uh, breasts, just to be blunt. If you're a guy, if you load up on soy because of the estrogen, and I'll never forget, Sharon and I were at a conference. It, was a, it, was a, it wasn't a conference. It was a, a, like a food show, a health food show, you know, with all the different suppliers from around the country. And they had a Vitamix there, which we sell those in the office. They're phenomenal blenders. And the guy's making this really good protein shake. He's putting all this organic fruit, all this in it, distilled water. And I'm looking forward to having a shake with this guy who basically is making it for a group of us standing there. There's about six of us standing there. And suddenly he takes like a full cup of soy protein, scoops inside of a thing, and dumps it in the shake. And I said, I'm done. I'm out. And he goes, why? It's just good for you. So I said, no, it's not good. It's loaded with estrogen, and I don't want to have you know, breasts. And I'll never forget this. Sharon and I were sitting there. There was a guy with a tight white T-shirt on. He was here there with his wife. And he literally had – forgive me. He had like a B, C cup breast. He was poking out of his shirt. And uh, I looked at him, and uh, he said to me, he goes, I love soy protein. I drink it all the time. It doesn't do anything wrong to me. And I looked at him, and I said, dude, you ain't paying attention. And we walked away. And, but he, he was basically – he needed a bra. And I thought to myself, wow, perfect example of what I just said and what it does. That's why we don't sell soy. That's why we don't promote soy. And that's why they are promoting soy because they want to feminize your children and turn them into an hermaphrodite because that's their religion, isn't it? By the way, Oz, this is an interesting story about this Nord Stream pipeline, and we already talked about it. And you know, and, and it's, it's some guy named um, he's, he's a big Polish polarized winner, Seymour Horse. He's a Jewish fellow, H E R S H, good writer. He actually comes in with a query on this, and he goes, "Did Biden give the order to destroy Putin's Nord Stream pipeline after the Ukraine invasion?" Bombshell report claims Navy divers carried out mission to kill Russia's gas stranglehold on Europe in an audacious mission overseen by President Biden. U.S. Navy divers planted C-4 explosives that caused $500 million in damage to the Nord Stream pipeline between Russia and Germany, the sensational report claims. Report by Pulitzer Prize winner Seymour Horse details plot in response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine and Europe's dependence on gas from Moscow. The White House and the CIA have denied claims. Of course they have. Let's talk about Ruby Ridge and you know, everything else now, too. We can deny claims and all that, too. They denied the claims that the attack was carried out under, after nine months of secret planning overseen by President Joe Biden. Now, I'm going to stop here for one second. 
Number one, Joe Biden ain't done nothing. Okay, he's a senile idiot. Okay, serious senile dementia. Okay, he he ain't in charge. All right, so then we have to ask ourselves a question: If the United States was involved with it, who did it? Then we got to start going to the secret societies and the secret agencies and all the CIA stuff and Mossad and MI6. And I told you guys when this happened a few months ago, Biden probably could have stopped it, maybe not now, after we had the coup against the United States and the government was overthrown when John F. Kennedy got shot by the CIA, right? And uh, But we have here is we've got a group of people that are basically working to control both sides of the narrative. And for some reason, they decided to blow this pipeline up. I believe it was Mossad, number one. That's who I believe. Number two, I believe CIA involvement, and I believe that the – you know that the uh, MI6 was probably involved in this British Secret Service. I think they worked in cohort, cohort to basically, you know, to, together to try to create a problem for Russia because they want to increase the narrative about the Ukraine problem and they want to create more and more friction and more and more fear globally. I believe it had a lot to do with the gas coming out of Russia, the cheap gas coming into Europe, and they want to be able to control the gas flow because remember, natural gas is one of the top three commodities in the world. Number oil that's number one number two is natural gas and number three by the way is heroin and you know and fentanyl these are big commodities and now human trafficking has become a huge one too but you know natural gas is like number two so they're controlling money flow they're controlling the amount of currency being shifted between states and nations and they're also controlling the narrative about who's in charge and who's not in charge so this whole thing with Nord Stream, don't blame this on biden biden can't even walk off the stage and he shakes hands with people that aren't there he can't find his way out of the Rose Garden. This guy is a complete and senile buffoon. He's being put in front of us to show to them to show us that they'll put anybody they want in the White House, including a gay Kenyan with a guy for a wife. Just thought I'd mention that. You can talk to Joan Rivers about that. Oh, that's right. She was dead after making that statement a few months later. Just thought I'd mention that too. And the problem is this. It's what they do. They want us to know that they have completely and taken over the United States of America and they control the world. They want us to know that. Now, this thing with Seymour Horse, this Hearst, I've got stuff posted on the website. It's in detail. He goes on to say specialized U.S. Navy diving teams carried out the bombing attack against the underwater Nord Stream pipelines, which Russia supplied gas to Western Europe during a top-secret mission. Divers planted C-4 on Nord Stream pipelines on June the 22nd, June, June 2022. They were detonated three months later using a sonar buoy, while, which broadcast a signal that triggered the bombs, according to the report. The attack was carried out in response to Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine. No, it wasn't. And designed to force Germany and other European nations and the reliance on Russian gas, probably. The move would also disrupt Russia's income of gas sales, which have contributed to billions of dollars to its war effort. Probably true, but the war is also being backed by the international Kabbalist bankers who run the central bank in Russia. The sensational report by Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Seymour Horse, who's probably also a hardcore Kabbalist, but I don't know that. I'm basically speculating that, published to his substack, cites a source with direct knowledge of the operational planning behind the alleged plot. The White House and CIA have denied this. Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines were sabotaged by bomb blasts. Now, here's what we have. We've got a situation where this is basically an act of war. But, of course, pretty much everything's an act of war with these clowns, and they really don't care because they're trying to see how much they can push everybody as far as going to war all of the time. And now Russia is now demanding that those responsible for the Nord Stream blast be named and punished. You know, I'll, I'll say this for Putin. 
you know, Russia is actually coming in now and saying, instead of declaring war on the United States of America, which is kind of you could, that would be kind of economical and societal suicide, you know, with what we have as far as in our arsenal, what they have at their arsenal, they're blaming that the people that are being have done this be named and punished after the investigative reporter claims that Joe Biden ordered the U.S. Navy to destroy the gas pipe. Since the reporter Seymour Hersh claims that he said that the U.S. divers destroyed the pipelines, Kremlin said the world should show who is behind the attacks on Nord Stream. The Kremlin said on Thursday the world should now know the truth about who sabotaged the Nord Stream gas pipelines and those responsible should be punished after an investigative journalist said this. A sharp drop in pressure on both pipelines was registered on September 26th, and seismologists detected explosions. I, I'm going to post both of these articles and let you guys make your own decision on this, but I'm telling you. The CIA, the Kabbalist Luciferians who run the CIA, because remember the CIA pretty much is a satanic organization. You've got to remember they used to have witches on payroll. I'm not joking to you about this at all. You can look it up and see what they've done. The crazy stuff that General Stubbleby was involved with, if you want to read the book, you know, The Men Who Stare at Goats. You, you, the problem with all of this stuff is it's so extreme as far as what it says. And what these people have done, I mean, to the level of, you know, killing goats and stopping their hearts and all the crazy stuff they're doing and what they've been involved with, with the occult, that you have to realize that the CIA at the upper levels is a black magic organization. It's just it's what it is. And it's being controlled by these Kabbalist Luciferians who basically are the wizards, wizards and the witches and the warlocks and the weirdos. And, and you can go into detail about all this if you'd like, but I'm not going to do it right now. But guys, think about what they're doing here, how they're controlling the planet. Through fear, they're controlling the planet through manipulation. They're controlling the planet by blowing things up and causing wars. And now they're saying how Russia is going to have all these tanks and 500,000 men for the final push into Ukraine and all the other things that we can't verify. You and I aren't there. We can't see it. I mean, we don't know what they're really doing over there. We know that the Ukraine has become the largest money funneling, money laundering scheme that we've ever seen in our lifetimes. It's ridiculous. Over a trillion dollars has gone into that mess. And what's the funding? Well, it's funding Zelensky's you know, mansions that he has here in Florida now, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 million dollars he's spending on all that. But we've got to think through how they're continuing to dismantle the United States. Biden is now preparing to let hundreds of thousands of migrants cross the border into the U.S. under a plan that would see mass deportations of non-Mexicans to Mexico. What? Mexico may take expelled Venezuelan, Nicaraguan and Haitian and Cuban migrants. The plan is contingent on Biden expanding the United States parole process. Parole processing sees migrants with U.S. sponsors being fast-tracked into the United States. He's trying to close the deal with Mexico that would see hundreds of thousands of migrants enter the United States legally while deporting non-Mexican illegal migrants in mass across the southern border. He's not going to deport anybody in mass. I just thought I'd mention that. Biden has previously said the nation's inability to deport migrants back to their home country is a leading factor in the record number of illegals. The new policy would see non-Mexican migrants who legally cross, illegally cross the United States deported back to Mexico. This is pure obfuscation. They're not going to deport anybody in mass. This is political posturing as all this is to try to make some of the people in the Democratic Party who've had enough of him too say we've got to stop this massive, massive influx of illegals into the United States. I don't know what it's like in your area. I don't. I don't know. But all I know here in Florida, you go to Walmart now, which I don't like Walmart, by the way. I just just be honest with you. I kind of loathe Walmart. I really don't like much of anything about Walmart. But you walk in the Walmart now, and you really have a hard time finding people that are speaking English here in our area. It's all migrants. And you, you go to grocery stores, and it's the same thing. 
and you kind of wonder what happened to our indigenous population. Where did they go? And how in the world are they competing right now when everybody who comes into this country illegally are be given houses and housing subsidies and telephones and automobiles and all the other stuff that we see right across the street from us in this neighborhood that's put in? And you say, wow, who's doing all this? Well, it's the same thing. It's the same thing that J. Edgar Hoover said. He said – I'm going to quote this. I'm going to paraphrase this loosely, that when you finally look at what's going on, you find this monstrous conspiracy that's so big and so large, it's almost impossible to wrap your mind around it that it actually exists. And that's what we're in right now. It's a war against good versus evil. It's a war in the heavenlies that's been going on for eons and millennia of time. It's a war in the heavenlies that started with the pre-Adamic race and the angel wars. Yeah, I could go into that too today, but we're not. But someday I will. But this thing is something that's so big and so vast that our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against these principalities and these other dimensions that are pulling the strings. It's the real men behind the curtain, the real entities behind the curtain. It's the real, the real Luciferian bunch that are trying to put us into a hive mind. That's the group that runs the planet. You say, well, that sounds crazy, Ted. Look, I'm just telling you what the Bible says. We're not having a war against flesh and blood. This thing has been going on for a long, long time. These entities are so mad that God created me and you and his image because they're not. He, they're so mad that we have this beautiful planet that was messed up now with all these whack bags running around on it to live on. It's like this gigantic paradise of a holodeck that he put us in. They're trying to destroy that too. They want to destroy everything. But more serious than that, they don't, they're so jealous of you, they want to destroy you. Because you're in the image of the Most High God, and they hate God. And the other thing is they're jealous on top of everything else that you're in God's image. So not only will they destroy you, they're jealous of you. And hex, why do you think they came in Genesis chapter 6 and destroyed the genome to try to get rid of the image of God and start breeding with the humans and changing the genome, which is exactly what they're doing now? It's that same group. It's always the same group. The same group that took down Building 7 or the same groups that ran the ancient Canaanite religions of Baal, Moloch, and Asherah. It's the same stinking people all of the time that control BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. It's always this group. Once you see it and you understand it, you understand why our only hope is in Jesus because he is the author. He is the finisher, and he's the perfecter of our faith. And, guys, you've been given tremendous power by the blood of the Lamb. You need to use it because I know you do on this show, and I pray for you guys all the time. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Well, that's well said, and that's why they're continually trying to keep the veil pulled over everyone's eyes. That's why they constantly have the distractions and the media right. and the propaganda and the CNN and the constant theater. You know, don't don't talk about what's going on with those guys. Don't talk about the banker boys. Don't talk about the Pharisees. Don't talk about John chapter 8. Don't talk about how they're still doing this with the money. There's a balloon above us, guys. There's a big balloon. Let's stare at the balloon for a week and complain <laughs> that's about right, it. That's right. That's right. Oh, man. You're right, man. I'm not worried about that Pfizer, that shot anymore. There's a balloon. Did you see the balloon? That's what they're doing. It's constant theater. It's a veil. It's used as a distraction. They do it 50 different ways. This is why exactly what Dad and I said a little bit ago with what they're doing over there in Scotland and reducing the meat consumption over there and increasing the soy burgers and all the – I mean the canola oil and the soybean oil. They want to make it so this next generation will pretty much not have any idea of truth and reality. And the thing about this is if you can completely and totally manipulate this younger generation, good luck trying to get them to follow biblical beliefs in the future. I mean I'm I'm honest. I'm being sincere about that. Good luck. 
they're going to be so confused and not even understand anything about reality, much less biblical values, much less morals and ethics. They have no idea. And that's why they're doing this now. That's why I've said it is so important to continually protect your little children and not let them get exposed to just nonsense right now because it's getting bad. I mean, look, look at I mean, again the other day. Look at that Grammy nonsense. Don't don't watch that video. But I mean, that was so far satanic, and ironically, it was sponsored by Pfizer on national television. That's what they're wanting to do, guys. They're showing everybody what they're doing. That's why they're funding certain groups and all this money gets funneled in for remdesivir during COVID, which was never even approved. It got emergency use right when COVID started. It was one of the worst drugs in the trials that they tested in 2016 as an antiviral. They had to pull off half the participants because they started going into organ failure. But yet suddenly it becomes the emergency use drug standard care when you go to the hospital. And I mean, what they did to everybody during COVID with killing people in the hospitals, that can't go unpunished and untalked about. I mean that sincerely, guys. That's why I've said all the time, I'm not going to pretend and forget and act like they didn't do what they did to us for two years straight. Down here in Florida, we were shielded from a lot of extremely tyrannical mandates, but it still didn't stop vast people. A lot of people, Dad and I knew, friends, families. Of people dying in the hospital, going to the hospital, put them in desivir, organ failure within a few days, fluid filled up in the lungs, ventilator, done. It was horrific. They had to do it to push the numbers up. But yet now the research has all been very clear about what Pfizer did, about what the drugs were doing, about what everything was going on. Suddenly, um, we're no longer going to have a uh, national emergency anymore for COVID. May 11th, we're going to drop that now. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't, don't worry about any of that. At the same time, so these hospitals were given huge incentives to essentially kill people. But then you have hospitals like over in Arizona. I just saw earlier, they said one of the main hospitals over there is in Yuma. They're on the brink of collapse after they provided over $20 million in care for a constant stream of illegal migrants. And there's nobody forking out the bill. It's uncompensated care to migrants crossing the border, they said. $20 million. Just, just recently. That's to include all the other stuff they've had involved. Yet no state, no government, no federal aid, nothing. They're, just, they're completely and totally ignored. Yet you had the very same hospitals getting massive financial incentive as long as they kept people on remdesivir and ventilators. And if they died on a ventilator, you know, they, some of these hospitals got up to sixty, seventy, eighty thousand $80,000 per COVID death. Allegedly, that's what I was told by individuals that were in the hospital. But now suddenly – they can't find any money to cover this. Well, this is what they're intentionally doing. They're overloading the system. You can't bring in millions of people into a country without expanding the infrastructure. Point being Florida right now. Florida has turned – central Florida has turned into an absolute failure as far as infrastructure buildup. And a lot of it, a lot of it has had to do with the massive immigration and migration from South America, from Puerto Rico, from all the other islands because – there have been continual grants and funding bringing people here in Florida, and the problem is apparently all the state representatives and the city commissioners and the planning commissioners, nobody got the memo that Florida's one side away from being an island. It's a peninsula. It's not a drive through state. There's only one way in and one way out. You can't keep packing millions of people into a peninsula and not expand roadway infrastructure at all and not expect to have significant problems. 
but was that the plan? Was that the plan all along? Did they do that because they wanted Florida to get overloaded so they could lock it down? I don't know. I live down here. I've always loved it down here, but Florida's not what Florida was. Ironically enough, even when we're wanting to do something just as bold and blatant and constitutional as becoming the 26th state to allow constitutional carry, which DeSantis now said he fully supports and they're trying to get it through, you've got representatives like Maxwell Frost, who's a Democrat down here, saying that the push to make Florida a constitutional carry state is fascism. What? Frost did not define fascism nor explain how constitutional carry is indicative of that, but he told MSNBC that Ron DeSantis is abusing his power in pursuit to constitutional carry. This permitless carry bill that you're able to carry a gun, this is going to result in death everywhere. However, he didn't bother to bring up the fact that in Maine, crime fell significantly after constitutional carry was allowed in 2015. In Arizona, the state got rid of concealed carry permits and allowed constitutional carry in 2010, and crime fell. In Alaska, the exact same thing happened. State after state after state that has done this, crimes dropped. But suddenly, it's fascist in Florida to be able to carry a firearm without having a permit. I have always been a huge proponent proponent of constitutional carry. And if, if you're not following what that is, that allows law-abiding citizens to carry a firearm without having to get permission slip from you know their daddy, Florida, in order to carry a firearm with a concealed carry permit. Now, again, does that mean bad people can carry a firearm without a permit? News flashed everybody. If a bad guy wants to carry a gun, he's not worried about a permit. That's the irony about this entire thing. And so constitutional carry is more than likely going to take effect down here in Florida. And it's a very good thing because there's always this mutually assured destruction when you're dealing with people that everybody carries a firearm. This is a very grim way to look at it, but this is just reality. War has always been a reality of this world. It's just violence. It's what it's been. And when you start saying that law-abiding citizens can't carry a firearm, law-abiding citizens can't defend themselves, law-abiding citizens have to get a permit and a background check and fingerprints and approval from the nanny state in order to exercise their Second Amendment, it continually creates more and more barriers that prevent them. Simply, it's too much work or they don't want to go through the process or they just too much. So this is really good. I hope this goes through in Florida. But again, you see where these hardcore leftists are at. It's fascist to be able to constitutional carry. No, it's not fascist at all. It's actually quite opposite of that. Yet that's the agenda. That's the talking points they want to continue to push. Like Dad said earlier with the, the Russia thing. I saw the same article. They're saying like 500,000 men and 1,800 tanks are basically amassing. I don't know what's going on over there. I know I saw another article that was saying it was one of the deadliest fights for Russia. Over a thousand troops died in like 24 hours because they're engaged in close contact trench warfare. Guys, we're in 2023. You really think trench warfare is the most efficient combat right now? No. In my opinion, I think they're using this war continually over there to wipe out a huge portion of the last final breed of males in Russia and Ukraine and in Europe and finalize this and remove them as they do with every war. And on top of that, they continually have it as a money laundering scheme. They continually have it as a way to distract individuals. Guys, we have space-based weapon platforms now. We have giant active denial systems. We have all types of military equipment that is so sophisticated. 
yet we're still talking about doing close combat trench warfare over in Ukraine and Russia right now. Come on. There's either, like I said, it's only one of two things. They're using this to wipe out the younger generation, or they're using this as a continual theater to keep people distracted. What I personally think about that. Also, too, in other news, as we continually see almost every single week, another company <laughs> is calling back or recalling food. Kerry Gold Pure Irish Butter has now gone missing from grocery stores because it is being recalled. Uh, the USDA said that the company used PFAS, which is like a Teflon coating, on their foil packaging, and it's toxic. It's simply like Teflon, and they've made them recall all of the butter in the entire country, which has actually been a very, very popular brand. And now suddenly all this butter, suddenly all this butter is going to be disposed of. First off, let's clarify something. The PFOAs and the PFASs and the Teflon, they allow it to be put in everything, guys. <laughs> the FDA and the USDA doesn't care about people being poisoned by forever chemicals, which is Teflon. You saw that with the movie Dark Waters. They don't care. They want to make sure – and ironically enough, you notice how the constant food that constantly keeps getting recalled and constantly in shortages, it's always the butter. It's always the eggs. It's always the meat. When's the last time you heard about soy burgers being recalled? Hmm? Oh, that's right. I don't remember hearing about any of that. <laughs> that's that's true. To- tofu getting recalled. No, it's constantly butter and eggs and meat. Oh, kind of like what they just banned over in Scotland in the schools and the in the hospitals and the nursing homes. There's a trend that's going on right now, and it's very clear what they're doing. That's why I've continually told everybody, and I'm going to say it again, support local farmers the best you can and support the freedom to be able to use these items because it's happening very quick, and a lot of people don't even realize it, and they're using this, this aspect of uh, inflation – as an excuse now to pull people off this. This is why Bill Gates has come out and said, you know, his fake eggs and his plant protein and his fake meat, all this stuff is being produced in mass right now with the largest synthetic meat producer facility ever in the world being built right now in North Carolina by an Israeli owned company. Do you think they're building this multi hundred million dollar facility in North Carolina because they're betting that nobody's going to want to eat synthetic meat? No, I'm pretty confident they know exactly what they're doing with that, and they know what they're going to start pushing over the next couple of years. Look at what the overall game plan is and act accordingly. What do you think, Dad? It, it's, it, it deals with starvation. That's what it deals. That's what's down to Austin is that they're going to starve the masses because this is what a, a lot of the people don't realize is that you know the, the Jews, many of them voluntarily got into the railroad cars. Because, you know, people with ARs don't get in the cars. You got really remember that one. Uh, and they were told that they were going to be getting a real nice place to live. And, you know, they weren't just Jews. It was also Christians and other people that were being relocated because they were against Hitler. And they were being taken to concentration camps where they are going to get plenty of food and plenty of housing and plenty of nice fresh linens and beds. And, you know, and then they were going to be not persecuted and they were going to have a happy, happy life. And they climbed in the railroad cars willingly. And uh, because they were being lied to, because they were being starved, in the, you know, in the ghetto and Warsaw and other places, and, and and this is a thing that people don't understand. You know, when people get really, really hungry, you know, they get start doing things they should they don't normally wouldn't do, and even more so when their kids are hungry. You know, I remember Jim Rohn said one time he goes, um, if he was hungry and he was starving, and he said he would go, you know, ask you for your bread, and if you wouldn't give him the bread, he would 
beg you for the bread. And he said uh, that if you still wouldn't give him the bread and his kids were hungry and they were starving at home, you better watch your bread because he's come take it. Okay. And this is what they're counting on. They're counting on shutting down enough food processing plants. They're counting on enough people being hungry enough that they're going to climb into a bus and go to a FEMA camp where they're going to get plenty of fresh water and fresh food and you know fresh linens and have all they want to have. The guys, the same plan's already been done. In case you guys haven't noticed it, if you don't read a lot of history, they've already done this. You know, George Bush and a bunch of the other globalists, and a, not George Bush, but Prescott Bush and a bunch of other globalists, back in the 30s, they backed the concentration camps. Watch the movie. Watch the movie from JFK to 9-11. It goes all the way back into the 1800s with Harriman and all the rest of these guys on the railroads. And who in the world put together the entire thing with 9-11 and the assassination of John F. Kennedy? From JFK to 9-11, it's a rich man's trick. Free. It's free. I, I, I can't say any more than free. And I may not agree with every part of that video. It's about three and a half hours long. It'll take you a couple of nights, but you don't have to watch some you know, satanic homosexual Netflix for a couple of nights. And you can watch that video on your TV and stream it. But you need to watch that. They need to understand the depth of what we're dealing with right now. And these globalists, these bloodline families, what they've been involved with. But food has always been the great pacifier. You get a person hungry enough or sick enough. Well, let's, let's take a look at all the drugs. Let's pause for a second. Let's back out of food. Let's say you have to have insulin because you're an adult onset diabetic and you have stage 2 diabetes and basically have syndrome X. And you haven't wanted to cut back on your junk food and your high fructose corn syrup and you're loaded up with sugar and your body's not processing it. And so you're taking metformin, which is another drug that's going to basically cause you to have you know, probably pancreatic cancer or you're taking insulin. And you're doing it because you don't want to change your diet or you don't know. That adult onset diabetes in most cases is super easy to get rid of by changing your diet. That's it. Simple, right? Take turmeric, cinnamon, go to low glycemic foods, drink more water. Amazing what you can do with just a few simple changes with high blood sugar. It's simple. I mean, Doug Hagman had real high blood sugar, adult onset diabetic. And, you know, I helped him with that. and got his blood sugar under control. And so all of this stuff is in the literature, but it's not being promoted via the public domain because they don't want you to know it. So here's the problem. Let's say a person is 200 pounds or 100 pounds overweight. They have adult onset diabetes, and now there's an insulin shortage. And they've got 20 vials of insulin left. That's all they've got. And now they don't know what to do because they can't get insulin. And now it doesn't matter whether insulin is $10 a vial or $20 a vial or $100 a vial or $1,000 a vial or $10,000 a vial. They're going to spend every penny they have to keep the insulin coming in so they don't die. It's called an inelastic demand curve. But suddenly they say to you, we know you are short on insulin. We have plenty of insulin at the FEMA camp. We're going to send the bus through the neighborhood tomorrow morning with loudspeakers. Get on the bus. We'll make sure we're taking care of you, and they'll take you to the FEMA camp, and they'll promptly exterminate you, quite frankly, is my opinion what's going to happen, or they're not going to give you the insulin, or they're going to watch you die, or whatever. And that's my opinion again. But the reality is, is that where, is that where you want to go? Do you really want to go to crime scene number two? Crime scene number one is really pick you up in the bus. Crime scene number two is really take you out at the FEMA camp or the concentration camp, or you pick a name for it, you know, out, out in the woods outside where they've got a big ditch and they've got a mass burial site. Oh, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't kill people and put them in a ditch. Oh, my gosh. Come on, guys. Really? Look at the millions, the 60 to 100 million Stalin and Lenin killed. Like they said Stalin was all mad every day when he didn't kill 15,000 people a day. It, it just we don't think through this, but when you give government that kind of power and they have the ability to come and do whatever they want, look at the Cultural Revolution in China, and they've killed millions and millions over there, untold millions, 
It happens all the time. But because we live in the United States of America, because we don't study history, because we don't take a look at what these secret societies really do and what these secret institutions like the CIA and Mossad and MI6 are really involved with, we don't want to believe that it could happen in our country. It's already happened in our country, bud. Think about it, ladies, men. What do you think the doggone COVID shot was? It's a bioweapon. The bioweapon was released, basically the COVID. It, it killed people that had you know, obese and who were older. It did. It was bad. It was terrible what it did to their lungs. But the real bioweapon was the shot. It was the injection. Remember they told remember we told you that doctor told us a few weeks ago he's in this big lawsuit with the federal government and he said the judge told him it was the arbitrator, that quite frankly they can never apologize to him because it's a matter of national security. Well sure it is. The government has lied to us. Imagine what would happen if the government came out and said, Hey, we're sorry, our bad. You know, we lied to you about the COVID shot, you know, Fauci and the rest of these people. You know, we told them what to do and and basically we were trying to put a bioweapon into you so we reached the population of the planet and we made a mistake. Prior administration did that, and um, you know, 100 million are going to die within five years. All hell would break loose in the United States. We would have a massive march on the. I mean, even the liberals would have enough of that if they came in and said it. it. That's why it's a matter of national security. They don't want to have themselves overthrown. They don't want to coup d'état of the United States. They want a controlled collapse in which they can put in who they want to put in in the, in the existing infrastructure to make us think that we have a representative government. That's what they want. That's what this is all headed if you don't see it. What do you think has already happened with Biden and with Trump and with Gay Kenyon and with Bush you know, and with Clinton and with, and with Bush and with Reagan with his 1986 act? Reagan tried. They shot him a month into office, made sure they sedated him. He really was a good person. I believe that with all my heart. But they had to get him calmed down. And by the grace of God, he didn't die when Hinckley shot him. A bunch of weirdos. And then let's go before that with Carter. Bleh. You guys don't remember the Arab oil embargo. We had to drive 55 miles an hour and get tickets all the time. And you had to stand in line for hours upon hours to get a gallon of gas. It was ridiculous. Let's not forget Nixon, the poster child for you know the New World Order. They put in the power, and he started going sideways on him. So they had to hit him with water and get, get him out of office because he wouldn't get out of the Vietnam War. So the CIA couldn't run and sling dope anymore out of the Vietnam War. Yeah, but by that time, they were already shifting into Afghanistan. Let's not forget the unbelievable pervert Lyndon Johnson who would lay his private parts out on the desk, I kid you not, and talk about who had the biggest you-know-what in front of his meetings and his staff. Filthy, vulgar piece of crap who was known to be involved with multiple, multiple, multiple assassinations, including the Kennedy assassination. Who That brings up to Kennedy's, doesn't it? Yep. Man had an epiphany on PT-109, didn't he? Sitting in that atoll out there in the Pacific, realizing what has happened to his country. And he decided he's going to fix it. He's going to change it. Executive Order 1110. Want to disclose what's going on with Roswell. Want to talk about the CIA. Want to talk about not having Israel get nuclear weapons and all of the above. He ended up having to have his head blown off on national TV by a CIA hostile takeover. And they've run the country ever since, along with the secret societies, along with Mossad and MI6, along with the people that want this new world order with a thousand points of light. Remember George H.'s unbelievably horrible speech? New World Order, and we will be successful. Do you not remember that speech? They told us what they were going to do. This is back in the 90s. And there were Bill Clinton and his Monica Lewinsky scandal and all the mess we had to put up with that and all the crazy nonsense we had to listen to in the media. It's all control, guys. It's all control kabuki theater. And the people want to believe this stuff, and they don't even realize that we've had real people here, real presidents in the past who have been assassinated who wanted to tell the truth and basically tell you really what was going on. But they're not going to let those people stay alive because they create too much, how should I say, reality for the average person.
the average person wants to basically sit around and drink their diet sodas or their sodas and deal with their adult onset diabetes while they're 100, 200 pounds overweight, sitting in front of their sports team and watching the Super Bowl this weekend and betting on games that have already been rigged and having their MSG-laden potato chips and putting themselves into a mind-numbing trance while they watch TV and pretend like nothing's really going on and there's nothing wrong with the world and everything's fine and everything's happy, happy, happy because they were told that because Princess Di is gone, but now they got Princess or, and Prince, Prince Andrew and King Charles and, and they can watch Kim Kardashian and see her buttocks as she poses naked for Playboy. Unbelievable. They, they, they don't even – it's so stinking shallow, and that's how they want to keep you. Can't think, no concrete rational thought, no no abstract thought whatsoever. Cannot take two sides of an opposing argument and look at both sides. Can't do any of that. Completely be completely, completely in a trance from the drugs and the chemicals they're giving you through pharmacia. That's who's running the planet, guys. Same group that we always tell you runs the planet. And and it's sad because when you start looking at what they say and what they do, the UK judge now saying He's recommending various online psychological manipulations when people shop and travel to push a net zero society. What the crap? Sorry, that's a bad word. The behavioral insights team started by the UK government to then in late 2021 become known by Nesta, which describes itself as an independent charity focused on innovation, has a new report out. And while its authors present it as a useful guide toward building a net zero society, what observers critical of this content have taken away is that it from is promoting and detailing various forms of psychological manipulation to people. The problem with the behavioral insights team they found for itself to solve as a part of the climate change narrative where achieving net zero means doing away with greenhouse gas emissions. That would be me and you, by the way. Yeah, I'm going to post this so you guys can read it and take of it what you want. But this is the groups. They sit by and have giant think tanks to try to learn how to control you. And there's, this is interesting too. Uh, why the Marvel's Cinematic Universe's Phase 5 Disney series Ironheart would be Disney's first attempt at grooming your children. Uh, Disney's used to be the home of family entertainment and kids programming, however much like the uncle who just got out of the prison. They're now the last person you want influencing your children. By the way, it's very well said. Last year, the Disney company opted to go to war with the state of Florida over the parental rights bill in education, bill that bans the teaching of sexual orientation to kindergartners. I don't even like reading this stuff, guys. The message from Disney was clear. If activist teachers in the state of Florida weren't going to be allowed to groom your children Disney would do it for them. In the weeks that followed, Disney employees and executives such as executive producer Latoya Ravenu and president of Disney General Entertainment, Kakeri Burt, admitted to having a not-so-secret agenda to push gay and queer content in Disney-produced entertainment programs targeted to children. For Burke, it was important from the back this type of content because she claimed to have a transgender and pansexual children. Quote, this is her quote. Listen to these filthy, filthy people. I'm here as a mother of two queer children. Actually, one transgender child and one pansexual child, and also as a leader. And that was the thing that really got me going because I've heard so much from so many of my colleagues over the course of the last couple of weeks in open forums and through emails and phone conversation. I feel a responsibility to speak out not for myself, but for them, Burke stated. Uh, all I want to do is send her to the island of Madagascar and let them all sodomize themselves to death. Just thought I'd mention that. Then Bruvenas said, Maybe it was the way in the past, but I guess something must have happened in the last. They are turning it around. They're going hard, and like all that momentum that I felt the sense of I don't be afraid of these children to care. Two characters kissing the background. I was just whatever I could, basically adding queerness. If you see anything queer in a show, no one would stop me, and no one was trying to stop me. I'm posting this for all of you who insist on spending money at Disney World. 
to want to spend your 10000 a week to go watch queer gender crap. I mean, I'm sorry. I've had enough of it. it. This is just sickening to me. I'm going to post a story. But this is who's running the planet. And they're Einstein, they're snake god, they're hermaphrodite. And they want us everybody to be the same way. They want everybody to be gay and queer and just accepting of all these lifestyles. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. My heart beats for the great I am. For I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And this is not happening on my watch of me being quiet. And I hope and I pray to God Almighty. I do. I pray for you guys all the time. It's not going to happen on your watch. And you're going to be vocal and say no. And I'm not supporting this mess. Uh, gosh, got me all fired up on this one this morning. I love you guys. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I just can't. This thing nauseates me. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Also, finish it up. Absolutely. And I'm pretty confident most of our listeners and Health Masters family, I don't think they support Disney. I think a lot of people are starting to see what's really happening behind the curtain over at that company. Hence why you're seeing the shares fall and the value fall and the revenue fall and my response is good riddance. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Also, to another news, Seattle's crime report is showing that the defund the police agenda is coming home to roost. The crime report published by the Seattle Police Department reveals the natural consequences of the Marxist-backed defund the police initiative following the death of George Floyd in May 2020. You guys remember Seattle suffered horrifically from Marxist revolutionaries and essentially the Bolsheviks, in my opinion, when we saw with Antifa and BLM terrorists who instigated riots, protests, looting. In 2021, Seattle City Council cut the budget of the police department by almost 20 percent, setting in motion the inevitable rise in crime. The crime report revealed that the crime in 2021 was at an all-time high. 2022 totals have now exceeded that of 2021 with 49,577 reported violent crimes in Seattle. It added that aggravated assault and motor vehicle theft were significantly higher in 2022 when compared to the five-year weighted average. Guys, this is what happens when you start telling criminals that law and order is no longer required. When you pander to the Marxist groups coming in and saying, we're going to burn down your city until you stop policing us. <laughs> the concept boggles my mind. And you have the media actually go in and start sympathizing with terrorists on mainstream media like they did with BLM and tell everybody, oh, it's what's good for what they're doing. Guys, it was nothing to do about race with BLM. It was everything about pushing the agenda that violence and looting and every aspect of lawlessness was okay when you don't like something. And on top of that, you have seen now with the report that Candace Owens came out with, the hundreds of millions of dollars that BLM sucked up with money and donations all over the country, they didn't put a penny of it back into the communities that they were allegedly rioting and pushing up in because it was never about that. So again, this is what happens. And again, this is why I tell people in most cases now, as this continues to progress, especially in these major cities, it's your choice if you want to stay there. It's up to you. But also too, Learn how to be self-sufficient and protect yourself and defend yourself. The same thing when it comes to your family. The same thing when it comes to being out and about. So I continually tell people, train, exercise. Even if you're not, you don't, can't go hard in the gym or injuries, whatever. But at least stay active and mobile. Constantly, actively train. 
with your firearms if you're going to carry it. That's one thing I have said about constitutional carry down here in Florida. I am extreme proponent of constitutional carry, but I'm also an enormous proponent of making sure you are trained safely and effectively when you're carrying a firearm. These weapons are not a joke that you're carrying. There's a lot of consequences that come along with them if you pull them. They're not something you just, oh, I want to be cool and throw a pistol in my pants and walk around and act like you're cool and tough. It's not like that. You're carrying deadly force. Act accordingly. Just thought I would throw that out there. So thank you, my friends, again, for getting the truth, getting the freedom of speech continually supported. Thank you for supporting healthmasters.com and forwarding the show and continually forwarding articles to friends and family all across the country. I thank you for everything. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. We've got the product of the week on sale right now, the N-acetylcysteine, incredibly good product for overall lung health, very good for detoxifying the body, great for liver detoxing as well. Be sure to check it out at 15% off right now as product of the week, along with multiple other specials we have on the front page. And of course, if you need anything, we still pick up our phone, 1-800-726-1834. We're here to help you out the best we possibly can. So continue to keep the fight up, my friends. Stay strong. Hold your convictions. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome evening, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.